because definitely Sylvester Stallone's daughter and he fucked her, right? No. He, he mind fucked her. No. It's definitely his daughter. It's not his daughter. It's definitely his daughter. Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that says so to watch every movie ever it, made it's about action. His, it's not his daughter. It's his and, daughter. And we'll, and we'll get into why it isn't in a little bit. <laughs> There's a whole subplot that was cut out of this movie to do with his daughter. Yeah, because they cut it out in favor of having it be his daughter. <laughs> they cut it out because they didn't want uh, the audience. They thought the audience wouldn't like him having sex with someone who was the same age as his daughter. But it was his daughter. No, his daughter is one is num- uh, one of the um, underground people. In the first draft. In the draft that we watched. No, they they shot scenes and everything. Yeah, but in the draft that we watched on screen, in this edit, it's you his just daughter. You really I don't know want this to this. be incestual. I didn't want it to be. I think that the movie's... Per- like pushes it to be. I really don't think it. Does. I really. You get the vibe. Did you think that it was his daughter, James? No, not at I all. I got the vibe. It was his the reason I thought it was his daughter was because, um, because you're a pervert. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> well, no, because it's like he, she's like he's telling him her. He's telling Huxley, and he's like, yeah, my daughter, and like I wish I could have met her. Yeah, and stuff like that. And then she's like, we should find her. And he's like, no, we shouldn't. Usually all of this stuff leads up to the fact that it's his daughter. Do you know what I mean? I it guess. Almost but at no point did it cross my mind that, the reason, that she was his daughter. The reason, I, the reason I thought it was his daughter is because in every other movie, that's exactly the way it works. But it wouldn't make sense in this movie because other than the she fuck, knows who she is. And well, we don't know that. Knows she knows who she is. We don't know that. that. And so she and well, her, her well, being how, a student of history. How do we know that? As she is in the movie would have. Okay, no. Would know that she's his daughter. Not necessarily. First of all, how do we know that she knows who her dad is? Does she even talk about her parents at exactly. all? Exactly. And second of well, all, no, she you're right. There's never been a movie. She would, uh, there's she, never been a movie in which a girl didn't know her parents, her dad. And then idolized, And then accidentally idol, No, no. <laughs> idolized somebody and then it turns out to be her dad. That's like a trope in movies. Sure, I just didn't get that sense at any point in this film. I I think that if they, I think I am the target audience of this movie, and <laughs> I did not pick up on that at all. I'm I, a moron, so I don't think it was there. I don't think it was necessarily on. intended to be, but I think that like if this was another movie, if that if it had okay, let me rephrase it. If it had turned out to be his daughter, other than the sex scene, uh-huh. would you have been surprised? Uh, I, guess, I don't know. I guess not. I but wouldn't have been. No, because it would have made complete sense. It would have been like, oh, we've seen that before. But, it would have been like... But, oh, yeah, so uh, this, uh, so this was a really groundbreaking film by not making it his daughter. <laughs> They're going in another direction. The direction of which is that he had a daughter and that they cut her from the movie. Actually, you see her standing beside Dennis Leary at the end of the movie. But that doesn't count because it's not in the actual movie. Right. <laughs> so instead... You've invented a storyline that isn't also not in the movie. No, but I think it makes more <laughs> sense. That's why they never like completely consummated. <laughs> they didn't completely. They got, mi- they, got uh, they got in there for a bit in, their, her, in their weird mind you meld. You do see her boobies for a second. I doubt they were hers. Well, I I don't <laughs> think Sandra B was out there flashing. No, she's too classy. She's a classy dame. So. <laughs> you did get some uh, little bit of Stallone junk in there. Yeah, oh. when he's getting frozen. Or Some un- frozen oh, junk. He's getting thawed or something. Yeah. Uh, what's the way yeah. I want it? So Stallone hangs it's dong. Frozen in this? junk. Ice. Ice. Hard. <laughs> I want it ice hard. Because <laughs> that's what that's what you get. You get a nice. <laughs> I never even did my intro. Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that says so to watch every action movie ever made and put them into our list. That's ours, and it makes sense to us.
Well, this week sort we watched, <laughs> arguably. It makes sense to us overall. This week we watched Demolition Man, the 1991, no, 93, sorry, classic. Starring Classics Sylvester friend, Stallone, a nice way. Wesley Snipes, and Sandra Bullock. At the end of a century, ravaged by violence, a society of perfect order will arise. Criminals will be frozen and reprogrammed in cryogenic prisons. The prisoners are ice cubes. Their criminal instincts are being reprogrammed as they sleep. Aggression and deviant behavior will be totally eliminated. He's a criminal the likes of which you have never seen. In a bad time, he was the worst. I'm gonna love running this place. But in the year 2032... This morning, Sam and Phoenix escaped from this cryo facility. We are, quite frankly, not equipped to deal with the situation. Amidst a world of peace and calm... We're police officers. We're not trained for this kind of violence. How was the fiendish Simon Phoenix apprehended back in the 20th? In the end, it took just one man. John Spartan. You mean the demolition man? The conditions of your parole are full reinstatement into the SAPD and immediate assignment to the apprehension of Simon Phoenix. Two mortal enemies. Just dropped in to say hi! From another time. Pass is over, John! Time for something new and improved! Oh, hell. Will be unleashed on a future that isn't big enough for the both of them. Sylvester Stallone. Wesley Snipes. Demolition Man. I like this movie. I think it's pretty fun. Uh, I think I liked it more watching it now than I did when I watched it way back when it was new. Uh, and I, it actually is kind of ahead of its time, it feels like. I, I found it pretty entertaining, actually. Yeah. I think this is my favorite Sylvester Stallone movie I've ever watched. I was kind of surprised, wow. actually. I haven't watched a lot of Stallone by movies. By John's reaction or by the movie? Well, I'm surprised by that, but uh, just by the movie. I mean, Copland, yeah. I guess? Copland, yeah. That's pretty good. He's pretty damn good in that one. I like this movie overall more, though. He's probably <laughs> um, the worst part of this movie. <laughs> I'd have to say. Yeah, he's still... He's, it's my favorite Stallone movie, and he's still the worst still part the of worst it. still the worst part. <laughs> By far, you don't like his like special beret hat that he wears at the beginning. Yeah. No, the way that <laughs> it's kind of like that one that Seagal wore. Remember in uh, yeah, yeah, Seagal and uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, wears. he had one one too. Yeah, yeah. in the beginning, uh, was a soldier. Was he wearing one of those? But it, and so, in Street Fighter, I think he wears one. Oh yeah, yeah. In man, the those be- are just a popular hat. In the beginning of the movie, he looks like a um, the green beret style. But he looks, he pretty much look, looks like a, almost like a gorilla fighter. Yeah, right, like. And then we're showing the Los Angeles of 1996, 96, three, three years in the future. And it's just like a, a war zone. It's pretty fucking accurate. If you, if I remember, <laughs> um, and then you show him in the future and he's dressed up like fucking Hugo boss, Hitler, they look, they look like Nazis, like <laughs> their uniforms. They're like a cross between Nazis and like the bad guys in star Wars the right. empire, the empire, sure. all fascists. Yeah. They're very fascist. It makes sense. It does make sense. And I think that that's one of the things that this movie actually gets really good. Get, sorry, get, does really well and gets right is uh, the little tiny things, the little 
jabs at like pop, not just pop culture, but like the future and like how th- the direction the, things were heading or are, are going. Yeah. And like a commentary on uh, like, I don't know, society or whatever. Yeah. It's got a lot more going on than most action movies that we watch. For sure. I mean, a lot of times when we watch these ones that are a mix of action, but they have like, you know, they're also a science fiction movie, then you get more of that sort of stuff that you're delving into different commentary on society and stuff like, you know, RoboCop we talked about and stuff like that, where always with science fiction, there's usually a point trying to be made, right, about our current society, even though it's set in the future. So, I mean, what did they get right technology-wise? Well, they had the like cars the, are, they had the car, the self cars aren't cars. that bad actually. Like as far as futuristic cars go, they weren't the worst. They we've were seen. not the worst we've seen <laughs> at all. The one guy at the uh, the freezing facility, I don't know what it's called. There's the cryogenics. Yeah, he's got an iPad basically. Yeah, or, there's iPads and like Skype type calls yeah. and stuff, um, so. which we've we've seen that in other movies too, but. Um, and also just like sort of some of the attitudes, although it's obviously taken to an extreme where it's like, you know, we, we have like right now kind of like a bit of outrage culture that goes on. Uh, but this of course is taken to like a way further extreme where like you're not allowed to swear in the future. Yeah. Apparently sex, like actual physical contact for sex is, is, is illegal. But that's, um, I mean, we, we talked about, I think before we started recording, but like that's some brave new world shit. Yeah. Like. There's like some, yeah, there's some uh, Huxley and some Orwell kind of stuff. Going so on, right? I think a lot of this comes down to who wrote the movie. Well, several people, but the one guy. Who's the one guy, the main guy, the first guy that's on every list I saw is Craig. Daniel Waters. Oh, Daniel Waters. Yeah. Who wrote Heathers. Right. So we know he has like a funny and witty like kind of humor that he bring. He manages to bring to this like big dumb action kind of movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, I love Heathers. It's yeah, like, it's a great classic, that one. I don't think you have to be a... It's a uh, much darker humor than this, but you can see some of that same it's sense of yeah. humor. Yeah. Preschool shootings <laughs> humor. <laughs> Preschool shootings humor. Um, but I think that he obviously brings a lot to this movie. Like, we're not just looking at the standard guys who wrote all the other movies. Like, you, I don't know, I can't think of their names right now. Who wrote like who wrote all the other movies we've watched? We've watched Stephen E. D'Souza. Oh yes, yeah. uh, Stephen E. D'Souza has come up several times, and of course Shane Black. With uh, well, Shane Black's also he falls more into the. Again. I'm sure we, we should look. I'm sure there's other screenwriters that have written like you know several or worked on several of the movies. Well, Sylvester Stallone probably wrote this movie. <laughs> I'm sure. Is he, does he have a writing credit? I don't think he does have a writing credit. He's probably a producer on it though. He usually gets writing credits on his movies, I think. Yeah, often. Or else he's like uncredited, but, you know, ended up actually, you know, making a lot of things happen in a certain way in the movie. Or that time that he... Or directed it or something. That time he directed like Rambo 2 and Cobra. Yeah. Uh, Unofficially, of course, but... I don't buy it. I don't think he actually did as much as they say, he says. There is a Rambo line in this movie. I buy it with Cobra because... We we know it's the same guy who Kurt Russell had to take over directing Tombstone, who did Cobra. 
So it makes sense there where there's these, okay, here's another, like there's more than one occasion where this same director has had to sort of he also seems have the star Stallone, of the movie take it over. Stallone also seems like the kind of person that like just puts that out there. For sure. But I don't think, I don't get that vibe from Kurt Russell where he's like, you know what? I'm just going to take over directing this movie. No. Yeah. You're right. Uh, but obviously he felt like, <laughs> well, I got to do it because someone's got to step up to the plate here. What was the other one we just talked about where... Uh, oh, Nicolas Cage and Trapped in Paradise apparently. Yeah, Nicolas that's Cage, right. Like, kind of directed that movie. Well, we haven't even really talked about what the movie is. Yeah, who picked this I, one? I picked this one. So you give us this, the synopsis, right? So we open in the near future of 1996 because this came out in '93. Stallone is a cop who has been uh, hunting this one particular criminal, Simon Phoenix, played by Wesley Snipes, who's like this kind of Joker level agent of chaos type guy. Uh, he has kidnapped a bus full of, was it school children? Something or, like that. Anyway, civilians anyway. And uh, Stallone enters this building that he's in to get the get them, but he doesn't think they're actually there. Uh, he captures Phoenix, but in the process, the building gets blown up. And then they're like, oh, we found all the bodies of the people. And he gets blamed for... But he did. He, he gets blamed for them dying. He did kill them. No, later, no, later Snipes admits that he it was all a, they were oh, already dead. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I missed. That. I I think because they they did a heat scan or something. Yeah, he did a building. heat scan. He's like there wasn't that many people in the building. Yeah, and then, but like oh, but they were here, and so then he goes. They instead of going to jail for some reason, it, well, even though it was only three years in the future, they had this cryogenic freezing thing where well, yeah, they Dahmer, freeze you for a number of years. But Dolmer's also frozen. Yeah, which or is, is it which doesn't make sense because he ended up getting killed. He died in jail in like '94. Well, this movie came out in '93, so <laughs> yeah, uh, it makes sense at the time. Oh, whoops. Uh, and so then, yeah, they're frozen. Uh, then Wesley Snipes is unfrozen in order to do a parole hearing, and he escapes. And so then they're like, "Well, we don't know how to deal with this guy because in the future they don't have violent crime anymore." And so they wake up Stallone. To uh, to go after him again, yeah. And Stallone is John Spartan. John Spartan. We had John Matrix last episode. Yeah. Now I got John Spartan. We <laughs> John also have Spartan. a an Arnold Schwarzenegger shout out in this movie. That's right. <laughs> which I was very surprised because I was uh, under the impression that they didn't like each other. No, they're buddies. They like had Planet Ho- they opened Planet Hollywood together oh. and all that stuff. I can't keep track of these With Bruce Willis feuding, feuding celebs. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, they make that joke about Schwarzenegger. He was president. President he Schwarzenegger. Sixty first yeah. <laughs> Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> then that was funny. I mean, it's also tacky, but this, well, there's a lot of tacky things about this movie. Taco Bell. Rob Schneider. Rob. Sch- Rob Schneider. Yeah. Rob Schneider is a cop. <laughs> He's finding Rob out. Rob Schneider is a receptionist. Being, that being a receptionist is a lot more difficult. Well, we should have done. Judge Dread. Spoiler: Our next movie after this is Dread, the 2012 Dread, not the Stallone Dread. But uh, Rob Schneider was in that one too, except with a bigger role. He's like his sidekick in that one. <laughs> you could just think of what could have been if we had watched. Yeah, instead we get Benjamin Judge Bratt. Dredd. Yeah, a little bit of Benjamin Bratt. He's looking like a young little baby in this. I think Benjamin Bratt's one of those guys that like still looks really young. Yeah, like I'm not saying yeah. he looks as young, but like he's like that Rob Lowe. He, he looks older, but he's, he's still Rob Lowe. he's still a good looking man. Like Rob Lowe looks relatively right. Ro- the same. Rob Lowe, yeah, he doesn't age very much. Um, 
He has a sm- very small part, though. Yeah, his part is pretty bigger small. than Rob Schneider. It seems like well, yeah. it seems like there must have been more to do with like the under, or at least there should have been more to do with. That's my one real beef with the movie. <clears throat> there should have been more about the underground people and the resistance or whatever. We get we get yeah. very little of them. Very little, and then he goes down there, and then all of a sudden they're all working together and yeah, they're buddies real like quick. very quickly. Yeah. yeah, what's his name? Has like three scenes. Dennis Leary. Oh man, Edgar Friendly. So I don't like anybody in this movie for the most part. Like I can't stand Dennis Leary. I can't stand Sylvester Stallone. I like uh, Sandy B. She's great. Right. Benjamin Brad. I mean, I'm suppose I'm neither here nor there on. I thought for a second there he's going to break in. Uh, I'm an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, well, I'm doing get the, to, he's doing his bit. Yeah, I'm going to get yeah. to that. Yeah. Like that's what I was trying to work to. Like oh, and uh, Wesley Snipes. You gotta like Wesley Snipes. In, in this, this movie, I really he, like Wesley he's Snipes. Great he's great. Yeah. I much like I like him a lot more in this. Much prefer him than uh, in Blade. Yeah. Well, in Blade, he doesn't. You know, he's just kind of gruff and he doesn't he, say much. He used to have fun in this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, to work in that Dennis Leary libertarian, I'm an asshole shtick. Yeah, he got it in there. Ugh. <laughs> I, I like audibly groaned when he started going into it. I'm like, of course. Why is he not lighting up a cigarette and talking about fucking Boston or some shit? The funny thing is, when I saw it the f- original time, at that point, I was like, this is bits. This is a bit from his stand-up. Like he's doing in the movie. Yeah, he's doing hacky shit in 1993. I feel like that was like a thing that they used to sometimes do. They're like, well, let's get this comedian in the movie and we'll get him to do like do a couple of minutes of his bit. <laughs> yeah, it's called every Rodney Dangerfield movie. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what's his face Don Rickles yeah yeah so I mean we start off with the one big action sequence um, to introduce all the characters and then there's the freezing like you said and they blew up that building real good They blew, yeah they blew it and then in the future you start getting like little more fun action sequences they're not huge like set pieces but they're pretty fun like when Wesley Snipes goes into the um, the museum and goes to the oh, yeah, history gonna, of violence. He's going to go steal wing. a gun because there are no guns anymore. Yeah. So he goes to the history of violence wing and starts like throwing. He's like, how much do you weigh? Yeah. He throws that guy through the glass. There's uh, lots of fun little bits in there. Yeah. And that's, uh, he gets a, you know, you get a real jokery vibe from him. Um, although I do think it was funny that all the guns he steals are loaded <laughs> in the I know. museum. I, yeah. I thought he went looking for ammo. No, his, they were just loaded. Because oh. then Stallone comes in and he takes some of them too and he starts shooting them right away. Pretty sure that's how museum. The work. cannon still works. Yeah, there's a... <laughs> but it's fun. I mean, like, you know, like, the, it, every scene like that is is dumb, but also they're all entertaining, so you're just like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, the movie's definitely funner at the beginning than at the end. It kind of just devolves into a standard, I think, action yeah. movie by the end of it. But the the like the middle chunk is is it's really fun. Like when the when um, Stallone and Wesley Snipes are both like figuring out the world, mm-hmm. and like the that it's fun stuff. Yeah, there's lots of just goofy, funny stuff throughout that. The stupid three shells thing. Taco Bell is the only restaurant left, except the version I was watching. They had changed it to Pizza Hut, and uh, so there's like a dub over every time they say Taco Bell, and you can see their mouth is saying Taco Bell. Oh, really? But they say Pizza Hut, and then they like digitally replace the signs so when they go to the Why restaurant. is that? Uh, I think it's because when they put it out on DVD and Blu-ray and stuff, uh, most other countries don't know what Taco Bell is. They don't have it. 
So they, but they had Pizza Hut. Yeah, they have Pizza Hut. So they changed it to Pizza Hut. I rented it on huh. on YouTube, and it was still Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah, the version I watched was Pizza Hut. Yeah. Yeah, was, I was really weirded out by it because I was like, "What? It's t- it's Taco Bell. It's always been Taco Bell. What's going yeah, on?" Yeah. So when I told a bunch of people, I was like, "I've never seen this movie before." So when I told some people I was watching it, they're like, "Oh, you mean the biggest Taco Bell ad ever?" And it really isn't that prominent. It's very one. It's like one scene where they talk about Taco Bell. Yeah. It's nothing compared to like they just say they won the they won the franchise wars. Yeah. There's nothing compared to like Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Subway. With Subway, <laughs> right? Or like a lot of other movies with like Pepsi or Microsoft. Yeah. Well, apparently in an interview with one of the writers, uh, he said he wasn't trying to do a product placement. He was, he thought, he thought about it and he thought in the future, the rest, the fast food restaurant that will win is the one that is the cheapest and like has the like lowest quality level of food product or whatever. Shouldn't Arby's have won? Yeah, it should, probably should have been Arby's <laughs> or Mr. Sub. <laughs> oh, Mr. Is Sub. Is Mr. Sub in America? I don't know, actually. I've never been to a Mr. Sub. They got, Sub. like, Jimmy John's and shit. They don't need no Mr. Sub over there. Yeah, I've never been to one. Yeah. Well, we used to have one here in town. Is there, like, Mr. Mike's? Isn't that another one? That's a that's a, that's a a hangover restaurant, oh. but, like, an actual Mr. Sub. Mr. Sub. We used to have one, yeah. It was done over by D-Hut, wasn't it? No, it's where it was where it was, it's now Dream Pizza. Dream Pizza, that's Dream it. Pizza. Yeah, that's yeah. it. By uh, Famous Chicken. Yeah. All or it's Wesley's. Hitting, which hitting was all, Wesley's all the... Yeah. Classics, the classics. Dream pizza, dream pizza was the worst. Anyway, dream pizza is really bad. I, I haven't had it. Oh, I have. Still, just, I, just I, I drove by it last night and, and it still said um, buck twenty five a slice in the window. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cheap. There's no inflation on that. Jay's I think that's pe- that's probably what it was like ten years ago or so. I think yeah. Jay's pizza is still like a buck twenty five, buck fifty. Is it? I haven't been to Jay's in forever. I go there all the time. <laughs> Dude, the fa- the local fast food cast. Yeah, well, I mean, this town's filthy with pizza places. That is true. We've probably got 100 pizza places in Abbotsford. Yeah. Who's ordering all that pizza? I, I order a lot of pizza. <laughs> I, I I go out for pizza a lot. I mean, it's quick. It's like a two bucks, three bucks. I can pick up two pieces of pizza, eat them in the car while I drive to my next like stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Dustin, what's your favorite scene of the movie? Well, we already talked about it. It was naked Stallone in the ice. <laughs> okay, what's your second favorite scene? Uh, well, the, the museum scene is pretty, pretty damn good. I don't know. It's not, a lot of it's not like whole scenes. It's just like all the little interactions between Stallone and, and Sandra Bullock and stuff that are just kind of funny and amusing. Yeah. I like the interactions between Stallone. I think I'm more interested. I, I like the Wesley Snipe scenes more. Yeah. The ones when he's by himself, just like doing shit. Um, well then he gets those guys. Yeah, he, he brings those. He, gets the, he convinces the guy to let him let six other yeah the guy from Beetlejuice inmates out. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, he's the assistant to the guy, the guy from Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, and then they kill the guy. Yeah, and so then one of them. Uh, did you notice one of them is Jesse Ventura? I didn't know Jesse that. the body, and yeah. he had a whole part that was cut out of the movie too. And he had like a big fight scene with Stallone and stuff. And oh he, really? And this ends up not even having any lines. I wonder who cut that out. It was probably <laughs> Stallone. <'cause> Jesse <laughs> probably. probably <laughs> Jesse probably beat the shit out of him. He's the one who shoots. Uh, the the guy the the you know the whoever leader. this guy is who yeah the benevolent dinkhead and they throw him in the fire which I thought was pretty funny <laughs> he, he didn't really he didn't think that through very well where he's like well Wesley Snipes can't kill me because he's like imprinted him with this you know like RoboCop style where he's not allowed to kill the guy yeah so he, even though he wants to he can't 
but then he lets him bring these other guys and then he just tells those guys to kill him. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, what did he think was going to happen? I don't know. I don't, you know what? I don't think he was thinking. But he's supposed to be some genius guy. Yeah, but he was, he drank his own Kool-Aid for too long. Mm. But okay, so here's a big problem with the movie. This is not that far in the future. It's like 30 fucking years in the future. Yeah. A lot of shit happened. Like, okay, the guy who's now the head of police, right? Like the bald guy. Yeah, okay, from uh, Shawshank, the warden from Shawshank. Yeah, so that guy doesn't remember what it's like before. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's yeah. probably been a cop for 20 fucking years. <laughs> yeah, well, they they also, you get one scene where Stallone, there's like that old black cop who remembers Stallone from when he was... Yeah, it, was a, it was a Dylan, you son of a bitch moment. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And you get that, that uh, and you're like, oh, and then we just never see him again. Yeah, I thought he was going to come back and like, you know, mount up. Yeah. He was going to regulate with Stallone. Or at least get killed and like Stallone will be all sad and have to like get yeah, revenge. There's not him. a lot of, uh, <laughs> it would have would have been something. Yeah. He's just there for like the first few scenes and then he, we don't see him again. Like the chances that his wife is still alive are like incredibly high. Yeah. It's 30 yeah, years. Yeah. But the guy, they're just like, no, your wife's dead. Yeah, did they... So who did all the background to find that his wife's dead? Well, are they, they just they saying they that? They just say just, that. Like, just they just, to, they're like, just like, your wife's gone. Don't your even daughter worry about is it. gone, they say. Um, yeah, I don't know. So then he doesn't even bother... It's like he doesn't even bother yeah. checking to see... Which seems like a strange thing. But Well, it seems like, no, 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 let's not actually do anything with this story. Let's not like actually do any work, any heavy lifting. Let's just uh, focus on the yeah, jokes. Like you're and here to to get snipes, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, like there's but there's no emotional like anything. Like you no. don't even if uh, if like Sandra Bullock's character had died, it wouldn't have been kind of any kind of emotional impact for for Sylvester Stallone. Like they don't even have like a real. Yeah, I mean they they have more like a friend type. Yeah, I mean, but it's just not. But still, how come no one remembers? No one's got a secret gun somewhere. Like I thought, yeah. I, I, like, what, like what I thought was going to happen maybe was like all the old cops, all the old timers, they would have like, kept a gun. They get their guns and like they're all yeah, like yeah. ready to go. Like a thirty-eight in their sock drawer. Yeah, something like that. That would be like a, a battleship moment, you know when. Never seen Battleship. You were making a reference to the film Battleship? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I never saw that. <laughs> okay. At the end, they have to get the, the old warship back up and running, but nobody knows how to run it. And then all of a sudden, all these vets show up. <laughs> like, we know how to do this. We know how to do this. Lucky that film respected the troops. <laughs> <laughs> hoo <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to do that movie sometime. Oh, yeah. oh Lord. <laughs> I guess I'm alone here. Yeah. Well, then I'll know what you're talking about. Yeah. Sorry. Gotta, mean f- that gotta fill that gap in the Rihanna life. movie. The Rihanna feature. Yeah. She was in that movie. Yeah. She's the lead. Oh, really? I thought it was uh, the guy from Friday Night Lights was the lead in that. It's the guy from Friday Night Lights. Taylor Kitsch. Uh, I'm sorry. Anytime Rihanna is in something, she's the she's lead. the lead. And wasn't uh, Neeson in that joint? Liam Neeson. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. There you go. Battleship, based on a board game. It's got to be good, right? Uh, <laughs> Waiting for the Settlers of Catan movie. <laughs> that would be interesting. Settlers, it would be the would it? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It would be super hey, boring. do you want to trade some wheat for some wool? Yeah. Some fucking <laughs> farmers? Uh, no, 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 I don't want to. You could okay. make it interesting. <laughs> they were supposed to make a Monopoly game. 
I thought they still there are, was a whole, are like There was a whole movie. bunch of that. There yeah. was Monopoly. There was going to be a Candyland. Yeah, they're still making them. Are they? Those, those were announced like 10 years ago. <laughs> I don't think so. I remember when they started talking about Monopoly. It wasn't and ten years ago. It was a long ass time ago. I think it was something Battleship like ten years ago. Battleship was not ten years ago. No, but they no, started. But the was, Monopoly was. They were talking the same about those time. before. Now we're gonna look at them. Now I we're gonna, like we're gonna go. settle this. Yeah. I mean, the end scene is pretty. It's good. fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun end scene. Around on the thing. I mean, they you know then he freezes them and kicks his, kicks his head, head off. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's all right. There's a reference earlier when he's like, if your head wasn't on your shoulders, you'd lose it or something. Right. Uh, Kevin Hart's going to star in it. In what? The Monopoly movie. Monopoly movie? By Tim Story. Cool, cool, cool. Tim Story. I remember that name. Didn't he do like Fantastic Fours and shit? Yes. And a bunch of other bad movies. Barbershop. Barbershop. Taxi with Jimmy Fallon. Classic. (laughs) Does that count as an action movie? <laughs> Taxi? <laughs> I don't know. This movie's good. I liked it. It's fun. It has a lot of, like, like we talked about, like there's a lot of flaws and a lot of ways it could have gone in that would have been pretty interesting that it doesn't really get around to doing. Like I really wanted to see more of the underworld people. Like when they go down there, I kind of just like that sort of shit where there's like a whole subterranean like city under there and they're doing their own thing they got their own restaurants he eats the rat, eats the rat. yeah right. it would have been nice if they had done a little bit more with that Cause the whole thing because they like join up and they're like okay now the resistance is gonna like I don't know people are a sucker for those kind of stories right the resistance fighting back against the evil empire but they don't really do they, enough to make no. that a thing no, they don't go into it really at all it really yeah. feels like half of a movie like there's half the story we're not getting the other the other side of it. This movie is a little too long. <laughs> well, I knew that was coming. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, it's. They could have cut some stuff out, but. Well, they should have cut some stuff out and put some other stuff in. Well, that's true. Uh, I do think Sandra Bullock's got a lot of funny lines. Where she, the ones where she tries to like, say the. Yeah. The quotes from our time, but she gets them all wrong. And then the end, she gets one right, doesn't she? I don't know. She's like, you can take this job and shovel Sho- it. Oh, I thought she said shove it. She says shovel it. And then he says, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says uh, something. Well, yeah, let's go and blow that guy. And he's like, blow him away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's just dumb. But she, because she's just so got like this naivety about her, like the way she plays the part. It's it's funny. It's amusing. I can't think of my favorite scene. I think it's the the scene in the museum yeah when he just like wrecking shit yeah that part's cool and then they drop down into that like they have that under the glass yeah Yeah. i thought that was pretty cool i was like that's actually a really cool idea that part was some of the better directed action i felt like too like he's hiding behind the cars and they're you know she's shooting he gets that weird like laser whatever that gun is supposed to be so like it was like the last gun created before they made them illegal yeah i like it i think it devolves the longer it goes on but I think that it starts out pretty strong. It's got a good middle. And then the ending is like, okay, well, you we never really get the full story. You never really care about the rap people. Yeah. And you like you're talking about the lack of heart in the movie. And if they had had the daughter storyline, which they had shot, um, there's also when they get attacked by uh, Phoenix and his guys when they're underground there, you see him like 
like dive and like grab this girl and knock her to the floor to protect her and that's actually his daughter and then we see her at the end too standing beside Wait, phoenix protects his daughter no spartan when they're underground oh you said phoenix dives Phoenix like, comes down with his guys to shoot at them. Oh. And he like blocks to save his daughter from getting shot. But like that whole storyline is chopped out of the movie. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, I think they've stripped a lot out of this movie. Like, Well, it's already... It is, and it's still two hours. So that, and it, Yeah. So that means it would have been, you know, two and a half probably if they kept all that stuff in there. So, but like, did they really need to go for dinner at... Taco Bell, Ta- Pizza, no, but Hut? It's, Pizza but Hut. It's that's funny though. Like it is a funny scene. I, I am glad they had that. But they didn't even have to have the actual scene of them eating, where he like she gets he gets called like a, I don't know troglodyte or whatever. But Neanderthal. I, yeah, the joke is funny. The conceit is funny. Yeah, yeah. The idea is amusing. The whole the whole idea of oh you know all this stuff is what makes it entertaining, even if. You know, all the delivery isn't necessarily what we would expect from it now, watching a, a modern movie. But I'm trying to even think of other action scenes. I mean, you, we talked about the end one, which isn't bad. Which isn't bad. There, there's there a car really chase. Isn't. There's a car chase scene where he's got that old classic car. That he yeah. Pulls up. Somehow they have like a thing that comes up from underground into that. This is the second movie in a row elevator. where the guy like drives out of the car dealership in a yeah. car through the window. Uh and why would it come up there? That seems weird. Well, and it comes up into a car into dealer. the car dealership. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't make I, sense. I don't know. Um, so that that part is whatever. It's like you know, it's not a particularly memorable car chase. But the whole movie is kind of like there's there's like scenes sprinkled throughout or like lines that are kind of like yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, the longer we're talking about this, maybe maybe I'm gonna put my score down a little bit. <laughs> I just did. Uh, so let's rate this fucker. <laughs> well, now I gotta I gotta look at mine here and reevaluate. But uh, what you guys didn't like when Phoenix beats up those cops and there's like weird DJ record scratch noises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he's beating them up. Everything Phoenix does in this movie is fucking gold. Yeah. He's my hero. I wish he won, frankly. It would have been a much funner world. <laughs> it would have. Yeah, it would have been funner. I'm not saying it would have been good. What would have been really, really cool is if they had have actually made it so that Phoenix and all of his guys actually won. And then fucking um, Stallone and Sandra Bullock, Sandy B, had to, and Benjamin Bratt had to join like the other guys for the sequel and rise up against... And then the next one could have been like set like ten years in the future, and it could have been like the like a whole other kind of like horrible hell future. You know what I mean? The one thing I did want to mention was that originally Stallone tried to get Jackie Chan to be Simon Phoenix in this movie. Really? Yeah, that would have been awesome. That would have been interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if he would have been playing a villain as well. As Wesley Snipes did. It's cool. It would have been really cool to see him play a villain. Yeah, well, he didn't do it because uh, audiences in Hong Kong and China, they like they don't like it when a guy who's known for being a hero switches to playing a villain in the movie. So he said no. Oh. I mean, smart move for him. Yeah. Apparently Career-wise. He's, apparently he's good buddies with Stallone, though. Hmm. <laughs> that, that would have been weird. It would have been really strange. They yeah. do make a Jackie Chan reference. I do Chan wish reference. there was a version that existed. They, what was it? I don't remember that. Uh, 
she Sandra Bullock kicked somebody, and they're like, "Where did you learn to do that?" And oh she yeah, she said Jackie Chan movies. Oh, that's right. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, that was like," I was like, "That's very cool." That's probably why it was in there too. Yeah. All right, let's rate this fucker. Right. So overall, I'm gonna go first. I give this movie my reaction is a six. Overall, it gets a. Oh wait, sorry. Yeah, overall, it gets a six. Yeah, mine's a six and ends up being a six point two. So my reaction's a six and then overall six, which puts this movie at a respectable tie for thirty six and thirty seven, with Die Hard two and Mission Impossible one. Oh, it definitely goes below both of those for me. It's yeah. not even a question. <laughs> Although, uh, it should go behind Hard Target. I enjoyed Hard Target more, I think. Yeah, so did I. Why is it lower? <laughs> oh, it's because we had certain aspects of Hard Target that we had to rate low, like the plot and stuff like that. Yeah. But the yeah. plot on this movie gets a higher rating. Yeah, because I think it's still, even though it, it doesn't all pan out necessarily, yeah. there's still like more thought put into it. And, yeah, and, and the know. action in this movie only gets a five from me. Uh, I give it a six, I think, yeah. But... Uh, it's not terrible, but yeah, it's definitely not like, it's nothing to write home about. It's not going to be something like, oh, if, if I'm really in the mood for an action movie, I got to watch Demolition Man. So here's the other, well, here's the switch. What if it was Arnold Schwarzenegger as John Spartan, Jackie Chan as Simon Phoenix, Stallone became president, and she learned to fight from Wesley Snipes? What a movie that would have been. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I, I, you think Schwarzenegger would have been better than the Spartan in this? No, I'm just saying it would have been interesting to see. Would have been a different flavor. I mean, I think if you just had Jackie Chan instead of Wesley Snipes, I mean, I'm not saying it would be better. I'm not sure that it would, but I, I, I don't know. If I would it like would, to see it. I don't know if it would be better. Do you know who I'm surprised? I don't think he could be as convincing as an evil guy. Do you know who I'm surprised wasn't um, Simon Phoenix? Hmm. Face off. Nicholas Cage? I'm surprised it wasn't Nicholas Cage. <laughs> he would have been awesome. Uh, well, yeah. He, of course. Yeah, he would have been awesome. He almost always would have been awesome. Although, I mean, Wesley Snipes is... He's really good. Really good. Yeah, I don't know why we're trying okay. to replace Snipes because well, he's one of the better parts be, of the movie. We should be replacing Stallone. If we could replace Stallone with anybody, who would we replace him with? Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Weathers. I'd, well, I'd watch almost anything with Carl Weathers in it. Yeah, I don't know, actually know if he'd be right. Brendan Fraser. Either. Brendan Fraser. Uh, Could have been a little too young. I don't buy him as a tough guy. Uh, have you not seen George of the Jungle? <laughs> I think or this... Dudley Do-Right? I think this movie would have been just so hilarious if... Um, Nicholas Cage, seriously? <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah, sometimes the brain... Steven Seagal. You reach out. Oh. If Steven Seagal was in it, it would be hilarious. The she only one. The main guy? Yeah. The hero? Yeah, I would watch that. You could tell. You could see him telling all sorts of stories. And well, there shit. was also apparently early on they wanted um, Seagal for this for Spartan, really, and Van Damme for Simon Phoenix, and Van Damme didn't want to do it because he didn't want to be a villain. <sighs> Van Damme would have been good. Yeah, he, the, his his problem has always been his English, like he. He just does not have a proper command of the English language. <laughs> There's lots of people with accents where English is their second language and they have sure. no problem. But Van Damme just can't pull it off. He can't say a complex sentence. Yeah. He can't say fucking a sentence with more than a couple words in it. 
Well, he can. It's just that he pronounces things weird. <laughs> like, you still understand what he's saying. It's just that he doesn't deliver it in a way that you would really want, you know? You know, like, properly or well? <laughs> this isn't about... Take your pig stick yeah. and your boyfriend. <laughs> Find a bus to catch. <laughs> <laughs> but see does that he, wait, line delivery does is he, just perfect. Yeah, does he do a, a a Cajun accent in that movie? Uh, no, he just I think he just does his own accent. But then they like, <laughs> just that's the excuse is that he's Cajun. <laughs> he's one of the worst. I mean, not nearly as good as the super convincing Cajun accent done by Wilfred Brimley. Oh my in that god! Film. It's like he he must have Charles he must have embedded himself <laughs> with like a Creole family for a while. <laughs> <laughs> for sure it's anyway method alright well uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh, check us out on uh, what iTunes we, what are we doing next oh yeah fuck alright the next movie is my pick yeah and Dustin already gave it away we're gonna do the remake of Judge Dredd yeah Dredd simply Dredd <laughs> you sure you can't quickly watch the Stallone one? Absolutely not. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Please uh, tell your friends to check us out. Rate us on iTunes. Um, give us a rating and write a comment or whatever you got to do. Uh, check us out on uh, I- Instagram, all that social media stuff. And we'll see you next week.